Those of you who are here for the film last night know that Carl Jung, in his approach to transformation, had no interest in child development. There was nothing in that film about that, was there? He was only interested in people going through a midlife crisis. He didn't do child therapy. He didn't do adolescent therapy. He didn't even feel it was appropriate to do that. What he felt was missing from Western culture was that process of the cocoon in which the caterpillar would enter to become the butterfly. And he wanted his approach to be that cocoon where the transformation could happen to the ultimate development of human capacity. He wasn't interested, as Freud was, in helping caterpillars become happier caterpillars. No interest in that. In fact, he wouldn't even work with a happy caterpillar until they were in enough suffering that they were willing to enter the cocoon. They weren't ready for his kind of work. Now eventually, there was a, a grafting of Jungian work with Kleinian work by a man named Michael Fordham in London who developed uh, Jungian child therapy. And out of that came the sand tray work and all of the other kinds of uh, child therapy that we are familiar with that were applications of Jung to the, to the young. Jung means young. But what Jung's approach was focused on was helping people go beyond the ego who had outgrown the ego but had no clue how to shed the skin of the ego in order to be free. But what was missing from Jung's work was a second level of transformation because there are two levels to the transformation from the caterpillar to the butterfly. The first is to get out of the imaginary body image of the ego through the use of our symbolic understanding. This is where analysis comes in. This was the genius of Freud, to at least get someone to a, a state of a healthier ego who could witness and who could critique his or her own ego and begin to have the willpower to make it grow up from infancy to adulthood. But that's still within the caterpillar approach. And even if the archetypal imagery comes in from that plane, you can become a very wondrous caterpillar who can talk about the joys of becoming a butterfly. But you don't become the butterfly. 
you just yearn for the becoming of the butterfly. The actual becoming of a butterfly doesn't really happen in Jungian work because it lacks the dimension of meditation. It creates the yearning. And that's why many people who have gone through Jungian analysis, that's when their spiritual quest really begins. And I met many of them in India who had been through their analysis and they could talk the game of flying like a caterpillar, but they knew they couldn't fly. And in some ways, the Jungian work compounded the problem because once you can talk about the butterfly really well and you know its whole anatomy and physiology and exactly how it can fly and what the physics are and what uh, it, it likes to eat and what fruits it likes to land on, all of those things, well, you almost are a butterfly. Your mind is filled with butterflydom and yet you're still a caterpillar dreaming of being the, the butterfly. And that's what you must let go of. And so in meditation, there must be a rupture with your mind that knows so much about spirituality that it wants to give you a lecture on spirituality every time you sit down to meditate. And so people often ask, they've asked Ramana, they ask other sages, who is it who meditates? Is it the ego who meditates? No, the ego is just going to give you the lecture. Is it the real self that meditates? No, the real self doesn't need to meditate. It's already in bliss. What meditates? When there is meditation, which is very rare. What meditates is a rupture. rupture, that's all, that's all it is, a gash, a realization that the ego is crap, that its lecture is worthless, that its words have no power to fly, and there's a breaking with the ego, but nothing that breaks with it. If there's someone who's breaking from the ego, it's just another level of the ego. It's a breakage without anyone who breaks. A pure space of rupture. And in this moment of disruption of the ego's wanting to go on giving you the lecture, there is a space of freedom. In which finally the question can be asked, who am I? But if that question is asked, you'll already fall back into the lecture because there is no answer to that, because there is no I. And so eventually the rupture will stop at just a, a who or a what, not even a what am I. But even that has to disappear. You have to become like that Cheshire cat. Was that in Alice in Wonderland? The cat disappears and all that's left is the smile, right? There has to be left only the question mark. Not the who am I question, 
Not even the who or the what, but just the question mark. With nobody asking it. But a questioning that brings you back into the rupture itself. So that even the question mark finally dissolves. And there's an acceptance of nothingness. Absolute nothingness. Because there is no answer to who am I. Because you're not anyone. And there is no why to ask the question. And it's in that. that the wings of the butterfly begin to grow. They grow out of the rupture, out of the emptiness. The emptiness that is satisfied to remain empty. It doesn't want to fill itself with yet another lecture. It doesn't want to know anything or be anything or do anything or achieve anything. There's the acceptance of the nothingness. And it's out of that complete nihility, complete non-being, the power of infinite creativity will flow. As long as there is a gap, a rupture that remains open, it's a cut in the space of the phenomenal world. And it's through that that the noumenal flows. It doesn't flow for any purpose. It's not functional. But it's pure joy, pure bliss. And it flows without anyone being there to take credit for the flow. As soon as someone takes credit, the rupture closes, and you're back in the cocoon. And you're still a caterpillar. Nothing happened. It's just a dream. But when the final awakening happens, there is nothing but that rupture, that emptiness. But now the emptiness and the fullness are one, and there's nothing to go back to. And there's no longer any conceptual world that one feels any duty to do anything in, or any anxiety for not doing anything but pure freedom. So experiment today, dwelling as the rupture, as the freedom. And feel the power that flows through that gap in the world that you are. And don't make any narrative out of it.
a punchline to this. There's no, and then you will. That's over. May it be over for all the caterpillars.